Hey, I wanted to jump in here and let you know that we have an introductory pricing going on right now up until May 18th. And what this is, is I have taken my courses and combine them all into a move better bundle. So you're going to be working on your feet, you're going to be working on your posture, and you're going to be working on your core, pelvic floor, all of those things. And you can save big. Right now, I am selling this for 50% off. So head to movingthroughmidlife.com. Click on the Work With Me link. It is the Moving Through Midlife program, your Move Better bundle, where you can start working on feeling better in your body. You also then get access to workouts, recipe guides, live sessions with me, and live classes with me throughout the month. So head to movingthroughmidlife.com, click on the Move With Me link, enter intro, and that will give you 50% off. I'm looking forward to it. Welcome to Raising Healthy Humans, a podcast created for busy moms, where you can easily find info on health and wellness for your family. Join Courtney, a health coach, movement and posture specialist, and founder of FormFit, an active and supportive community where she helps busy moms move more. Here on Raising Healthy Humans podcast, She shares personal life experiences, training, knowledge, and conversations with other health and wellness experts so you can raise healthy humans. So we are discussing hydration today for our children. And feel free, if you have any questions, feel free to let me know. But what we have noticed scientists have noticed or um, people that are looking at this information are noticing that we are slowly moving the needle when it comes to children and sugary drinks, which is awesome. That is what we want to be able to do. Teens are drinking less of the sweetened beverage than before, but this still remains above the recommended levels. So basically what the government recommendations are is no more than 5% of calories in a day come from sweetened beverages. So you want to work on not drinking any, if at all possible, for as long as you can. So um, many of you know that I have a 17, a 15, and a 12-year-old, and my kids did not drink sugary drinks at all. Probably, I mean give or take. I know that there were some uh, situations where they may have gone with other family members and gotten little sips of things along the way. But I would say the first eight to 10 years of their life, they did not have sugary like your sodas. Um, And then they started getting some sugary drinks in, you know, like orange juice and things like that. But it was easier when they were younger. So if you have younger children, I would encourage you to um, hold off as long as possible, because once they get older, they are going to have access to more sugary drinks. So now my kids are, a couple of them are in high school, and unfortunately they have um, fountains at or uh, dispensers at the school where they can get these sugary 
Gatorades and things like that. And then once they start driving, then they have access to whatever they want. So the goal is to start helping them understand the health benefits or, um, you know, how things feel in their body to keep them from, or help them understand like what things feel like so that they know when enough is enough. So those who are drinking most of the sugary drinks have a higher, this is of the teens, have a higher total body fat mass by the age of 20. And I want you to know that this is not just a weight issue for our children. This affects the gut flora, which is where 70% of our immune system lives. If you, so if we look at our, oops, our body as a whole, we need to understand that the gut microbiome, that my, the flora within our gut are affecting everything within our body. And the more sugar that is in our system, the more it creates like a dysbiosis. It creates this negative effect within our gut. And that can create what you would say would be the bad bacteria, which feed they feed off of sugar. So they keep you craving more sugar. And then they also create this immune, this a lack of immune system response. And I know that there's information out there as well for those who eat sugar, like your immune system response is down for the next four or five hours after. That's why people end up getting more sick, like after the, ho- or, yeah, the holidays, uh, you know, any times where they're eating a lot of candy and stuff because your immune system response goes down. So it is important that we are working on keeping these sugary drinks and these sugary substances from our kids. It doesn't mean completely. You don't need to worry about not allowing them to have the cake at the birthday party and things like that. Goal would be just to keep it from them feeling like they need to have this every single day. The other thing that the sugary drinks do is it also can create insulin resistance due to the constant roller coaster with blood sugar. And we we are a metabolically inefficient society. There are only about 20%, I think that's what they say, only about 20% of the people out here are metabolically efficient. So that where their body is able to handle the blood, uh, the blood sugar coming in. So they're more insulin sensitive. And our goal is to be insulin sensitive so that we can handle the blood sugar when it comes in. So um, your children, if they're drinking these sugary drinks, they are more susceptible to this. roller coaster of blood sugar, they become more insulin resistant. This in turn creates triglycerides, high triglycerides, and that can lead to type 2 diabetes, which 
is unfortunate. Um, it also creases, increases stress and anxiety in our children by creating a cortisol response. So every time you're eating sugar, you are creating a cortisol response in your body, um, which increases your chances of de dealing with anxiety, depression, and um, stress, your stressors. So it is time for us to start working on cuttery, <laughs> these sugary drinks down. If you can wipe them out even better, but definitely try to work on cutting them down. So if you have kids who are enjoying sugary drinks, I want to make sure that I'm giving you some things that you can do to help. Um, the first one is you can start to cut their sweetened beverage with some water. And in the beginning, this may be something as simple as putting a little bit of ice in their drink. That's where you would start. And then as they get to where they're drinking that and they're fine with that, then you might want to add like quarter cup of water. So you're just slowly diluting the sugar, the amount of sugar in the drink because you're adding water to it. So you can get, you know, to where you're doing like half orange juice, half water. And the other thing that I would pay attention to with all of these things is how we've become this big gulp society. You know, when I was a kid, I think most of the little glass bottles of Coca-Cola were like six or eight ounces. I think I honestly, I think it was like six ounces. They were little. And now, you know, it's very common for you to get a 32 ounce soda. So even thinking of that, when you grab, like if your child likes orange juice in the morning or some sort of juice in the morning, you can cut it with water, but you can also cut the amount that they're getting. Instead of them getting a big glass of juice, you maybe just give them one of those little juice cups. I mean, that's what they used to call them when I was a kid or, you know. When I yeah, when I was a kid, my mom used to give me these things. They were called juice cups, and it was probably four ounces that we could drink. So that's one thing. The other thing is start to add some fresh fruits and vegetables into the water by muddling. And I wouldn't say vegetables in this one. Um, I would do more fresh fruit, and you can do different herbs. So if you have a child who likes basil, you can add some strawberry and basil in the bottom of the glass, muddle it, and then give them some water. It might make it um, have a different flavor than just the water itself. Um, I also know that for some of my, like my children go to school and um, they've said that little ones have needed a drink. And so they drink out of the water, you know, they drank some of the water, not out of their water bottle, but they drank some of their water and they commented that the water tasted cleaner than their water. So sometimes a really good filter can help change the taste of the water to where the kids, your children may like the water more. So paying attention to what type of filtration system you have in your house and maybe using one that offers better filtration system so that it can um, help the water taste a little bit better. And then for those who drink sodas, I would definitely look at 
some of those carbonated waters. Carbonated waters are not, um, they do have natural flavors. A lot of them have natural flavors. And what we know about natural flavors is it is basically a way to make it uh, the chemical sound better. So they are not required to state, they call this their, I can't even say the word, the proprietary ingredients. And they are not required to disclose what those natural flavors are. So they can be certain types of chemicals, unfortunately, that you are still drinking. So in saying that is a carbonated water with natural flavors going to be better than that Mountain Dew? Yes. So, you know, you always have to weigh options for yourself and determine what is the best situation or what is less evil situation as well. Those are the two things that I kind of try to go through when I'm thinking about these things with only my children, but myself as well. Um, and then, you know, there's the other component. I'm just going to throw it in here because it, it is important to say that, you know, the stress of overthinking things could be worse than the thought of fixing the problem itself. So just be cautious of that. You don't need to stress about everything. We're making small changes in our everyday lifestyle. That is the key here is make these small, simple changes. Don't feel like you have to go in and read all ingredients all the time and clean clean out your pantry and don't let the kids have anything fun or exciting or colored or, you know, we all have to start in a different place. And as you get comfortable with that one thing, then you move on to the next thing. So some of us are on that journey where we now are cutting back on, say, the carbonated waters because we're in a different spot in our journey than where you might be. So I just want to make sure that's clear because it's very hard when we have different people on different paths within their health journey. And I don't want to discourage anyone to feel like they have to do it all. So the other thing is not only are kids drinking too much sugary drinks, they also are not drinking enough. And I found it funny because this morning I happened to be watching the news and they were talking about this child who actually got kind of like drunk off of, he had drank too much water. So there is the possibility of that occurring as well. As with all kids, all people, we want to look at their body weight and do half of their body weight in ounces. Now, usually that's your starting point and that's throughout the whole day. So you don't wanna try to guzzle it all down at the beginning of the day. You wanna try to spread that out throughout the whole day and you want to be cognizant of how you feel. So, um, so say for a child who weighs a hundred pounds, if they should be drinking uh, 50 ounces of water a day. So about, let's say 15 to 20 morning, afternoon, and night, right about. And you just 
gauge to see how they're feeling. You know, if they're going to the bathroom a lot, you may want to pull back on what they're drinking. Uh, I, I do want to caveat that though. If they're sitting and not doing anything all day and drinking water while they're playing video games and then peeing a lot, that is not the same thing as a child who is running around playing, you know, going to the park, playing in the pool, doing all of those things, um, jumping around. I know how kids are um, when they're younger, they could be jumping around on furniture, dancing around the house, this and that. If they're doing that and drinking that much water and still going to the bathroom a lot, then I would say that's too much water for them. But remember that the more water I'm sorry, the more we move, the more water gets dispersed into the different cells. So our body is utilizing the water more effectively than if we just go, um, if we just sitting around. So that is one thing to think about with the water. So always make sure that you are offering water to your children before meals and snacks. This is if you're looking on trying to help get them more hydrated for those kids who are not drinking a lot of water. So always offer it to them before their meal. Keep some water out for them to sip on throughout the day. Um, when my kids were little, I always had a sippy cup filled with water for them that they could uh, walk around. It was always sitting, you know, if we were out in the stroller, mind you, I offered a stroller fitness class. So they were in the stroller in the morning. They had it sitting there with them. But then once we got back to the house, it would be sitting out on the table. I would just leave it out there for them so that they could grab it whenever they were thirsty. Just really making it accessible because sometimes it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. If it's not there for them to see, they don't think about it. And then they start to feel like they're hungry. And then they think that, or, you know, they, yeah, they start to feel hungry. They think it's hunger, but it might be actually a thirst response. They're actually thirsty. The other thing is buy them a water bottle. So as your kids go off to school, most schools, especially now, do allow for children to bring their own water bottles. I would encourage you to buy a stainless steel bottle. I use my um, Takea. I really like it. I know people are on to like the Stanleys. That's fine too. Whatever you, your children will drink. Mine's a 32 ounce. My kids have 16 ounce ones that they use. They fill them up in the morning. They take them to school. They actually fit the 16 ounce ones actually fit into the side pockets of their backpacks. So they're able to take those with them. They also have um, the Takea one has this, and this is not, I don't have an affiliate with Takea. I just really like them. They have a little handled area that you can, if you have one of, what are those things called? The like claws. I don't know. One of you is probably yelling at me what it is, but I, I don't know. Like for rock climbing and stuff, you can clip it as well. So those are great. I love them. But you pick your favorite one um, and use that and allow them to take that to school with them so that they always have water. And then most schools, well, all schools have water fountains, but some schools have the one where you just place the water bottle underneath for it to fill up. Try to steer clear of plastic water bottles. And this is for those obvious reasons um, for the toxicity of the plastic. 
Uh, you're looking at, you know, we all have plastics in our system now. Unfortunately, it's very hard to get away from plastics, but the more we can just kind of keep from having those things in our life, the better. So when you're working with uh, plastic water bottles, if you're moving out from like if that's what you're taking, having your child take with them to school, you know, every time those bottles are crinkling and crinkling, that, that that helps to deteriorate the wall, the plastic, and it starts to leak into the um, water. So I would encourage you to look at a stainless steel product, um, whatever kind you'd like. And then make fun drinks for them to enjoy. This should be fun. Find different ways to add fresh fruits and vegetables into your water. Vegetables, I think I said, was a little bit harder, but I'm thinking like cucumbers and things like that. That can go into the fruit. It makes it more eye appealing. The kids will think it's fun. You can try different flavors with herbs and um, the fruits or the vegetables. And um, I do want to let you know that if you are interested, you can, for those of you on the live, you can comment drink in the comment section, and I will send you five um, hydrating drinks to enjoy this summer that have some fruits in it and that are fun for the kids. So just comment drink in the comments below. Um, for those of you that are listening onto the podcast, I will put a link for you, um, if you are interested in grabbing the five um, hydrating drinks, you will be able to access that for yourself as well. So I hope this helps answer questions. Um, and, you know, really just pay attention to what your kids are drinking. Try to keep them from drinking those sugary drinks. That's going to help keep their immune system up. Again, all sugars uh, look look at decreasing the amount, increasing their water intake, but make sure, like I mentioned the other day in my video, make sure to um, that they're eating foods, fruits and vegetables to help with the electrolytes. Also, they need to be getting enough magnesium, potassium, and healthy salts, so sodiums that can allow for all of this water to push in to their cells. I hope you all have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for taking the time out of your day to listen to our podcast. We hope you found this information valuable and can incorporate it into your family's life. Make sure to check out our show notes for all the important links available. Come join us on Facebook at Moms Raising Healthy Humans community page. Also, please check out our wide range of memberships, family monthly focus ideas, challenges, live events, and on-demand and live workouts, meal plans, and so much more. Head to formfitonline.com. And as always, keep moving.